Welcome to Otaku American, this is Mikey Fresh here. In today's episode, I'm going to be primarily talking about two topics. The first topic being my playthrough of Hi-Fi Rush. I played a good portion of that game. I think I should be able to be talk about it to some extent. And the second thing would be talking about Log Horizon. I rewatched season one. I'm gonna be pretty much breaking down each season. There's only three seasons that uh, we speak of. Season one came out in 2013, so uh stay tuned for today's episode so i've played probably uh i don't know how many hours of hi-fi rush but i've gotten at least i've gone through i think there's like six bosses i've gone through two of the six so i've gotten through about a third a little over a third of the game um i really like this game um i know when i spoke about it last week um well last episode that it reminded me of um cell shading wise like you know jet set or something like that but as i play the game more it kind of reminds me how i how maybe i could be wrong but it reminds me a lot like um sunset overdrive um their style, it's, the style seems very similar to that. Uh, I think Soapbox J had mentioned some other games. I can't really remember what he had said. But speaking of so- Soapbox J, we'll probably be doing a, um, a show uh, coming up at the end of this week. Um, talking about different things, I guess. Um, but to go back to Hi-Fi Rush, <clears throat> I really liked Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, the controls sometimes can be a little... A little too exact to some extent. I mean, when when I say exact, I don't even mean that. I mean like the the beat part of it is like it's a nice gimmick, um, but I could see how it could be an issue depending on a if a person doesn't really have any rhythm or b um, the from what you hear versus what you press versus what's going on on the screen could might be slightly out of sync, which I'm sure you can like tweak that in the game options i haven't gotten around to doing that because it it hasn't been that much of a hindrance for me personally but uh i find for me the worst parts are in regards to that are like there's a there's sections of the game in which it's like a quick time event and you have to hit and release at the right time you gotta hit the button at the right time you gotta hit hold and release the button at the right time and there's a bunch of buttons and obviously since it's a quick time event you gotta if you if it's a long um sequence of buttons and you mess up toward the end you gotta do the whole thing all over again so that could take some time and there's some stuff in regards to like uh parrying in the game where uh that's also timed so there's certain things that i'm a little annoyed by but i mean i understand what the game is and what the game's trying to do so i let it go but I do enjoy the humor. The main character, Chai, reminds me heavily of a co-worker I have who's probably not the smartest bulb in the world. But is still like a, a one of those type of people or one of the he's one of those people where they're like more or less Chai. I mean, it's one of those people where it's like they're lovable kind of thing. Like, you know, they have a nice personality. They're they're good people. They're just a bit whether it's socially slow or just you know not like you know 
that kind of thing. So, and Chai does that on multiple occasions. On multiple occasions, it could be quite annoying. So, but the game as a whole, I like the humor. I like some of the characters I've already came in contact with. Some of these characters are very, are, um, are written very well um so far uh i don't know how many characters there are i haven't really looked into the background i can in games like this i kind of do like big l where i don't read anything ahead of time so because if i read stuff ahead of time i'm not i'm less likely to want to just play the game through so it's best that i just do it this way so i'm probably going to come out with another um episode in which i'm talking about high five rush again in regards to how i like about what i like about it also, I've noticed that I would comment on games and shows early and then things could happen where I watch it later. And then, you know, so I'm just going to change that around. I'm going to do updates to episodes that have come out already in regards to other things. But to go back to Hi-Fi Rush, um, I really like it so far. Um, like I said, I've gone through two bosses. Um, the two bosses were vastly different from each other um i like that it's not like you're not you don't feel as though you're doing the same thing over and over again especially since the game kind of has you fighting the same way over and over again so it's kind of a, a beat em up hack and slash kind of game but you know um it has a rhythm based uh timing to it so um so far so good uh i'll probably have another update coming up soon in regards to it um right now if i were to give it a, a score of five stars five being the great best one being like you don't even bother to look at it would be i would probably give it like a probably a solid three and a half so far it's pretty good the thing that gives it not a four is that um i just don't particularly care for the timing part and if you can't get the timing right you'll be doing that part over and over and over again as opposed to the actual main portion of the game so the humor i enjoy it <clears throat> uh, pacing is pretty good outside of the timing thing if i were to get the timing thing down right um the first time i think it wouldn't be that bad but you know um the timing in general the pacing of it it's pretty good the controls are easy enough to understand they're easy enough to uh, figure out um i think this game is good for anybody of any age for the most part um the dialogue isn't anything outrageous i think this is an e for everyone kind of game anyway so i would definitely recommend this game especially considering it's free on a game pass would i buy this game i probably would buy this game actually um outside of game pass even when they if they were to take this game off of game pass which i seriously doubt because i believe it is a bethesda game um i would still buy this game regardless uh i don't think it's available i think it's only available on PC and Xbox is not available. I don't believe it's available on PlayStation or Switch. So um, if you have a PC or you have an Xbox, especially if you have Game Pass on either one of those two, uh, if not both, because I have Ultimate, um, I would definitely give it a shot, um, download it, check it out. Uh, I definitely would play this over GoldenEye. Like I don't really kind of the spin on to GoldenEye. Um, I know a lot of people have been talking about GoldenEye as of late and um i remember it you know a classic rare n64 game um i always got to say to people whenever they're like oh yeah golden eye is about to come out uh it's gonna be great um i'm like have you played golden eye recently <laughs> so that's my always that's what i always tell people have you like a movie or a game that you remember from your childhood you're on a nostalgia 
factor with these properties but i'm like have you played goldeneye recently like yeah the graphics are going to be what the graphics are going to be they're going to remaster it make it a little better that kind of thing but that's not the point the point is the way the game plays like people got to remember in regards to goldeneye prior to goldeneye you had certain games that were first person shooters like you had wolfenstein duke nukem um doom those kind of games goldeneye was just different goldeneye was the precursor to a lot of the first person shooters we play today so but the problem is if you play recent first person shooters and then you go back to play goldeneye it's going to be a little difficult i know for me it was a bit difficult so and i haven't even downloaded it on the uh game pass yet i probably check it out just just to be safe but i played goldeneye recently on an n64 i would say within the last two years and i was like wow we really were really like out here playing this game if you compare it to today's standards it's like no so like no i'm not i'm not playing this game so um it's cool like my only issue though also with the xbox version is the xbox version is not online so and that's what kind of sucks about it um xbox version is not online and the only online version there is is on the switch because the game is available on switch you have to pay for it on switch although i think it is available on their uh platform their um subscription based platform you can play it you can buy it that way you can play it for free like you could play it on game pass so but theirs is online so if i had a switch which i don't have one anymore i probably would check it out more so on switch than i would check it out on xbox because xbox you're pretty much i don't know if there's i would imagine there's got to be a split screen but it's no online so uh like i said goldeneye has come out um the only reason why i even mentioned goldeneye is because goldeneye came out on game pass roughly around the same time as high five rush because high five rush came out during the uh xbox uh, developer developer uh developer um showcase that happened i think on the 25th of uh january so but on that note uh that's basically what i all i have for in regards to high five and i you know i, I had to talk a little bit about goldeneye a little bit you know that's one of those conversations that's coming up a lot around me so So in this uh, section, the last section of this uh, episode, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, Log Horizon, which is an anime that came out back in 2013, I believe, in which I'm rewatching the series um, primarily because um, season three came out and I never got I never finished watching all of season two. I saw it in spurts, I guess you could say. And so, but I'm going to start with this segment um, being on the first season, which I rewatched over again of Log Horizon season one. And um, rewatching the show, first of all, there's certain shows I watch in which um, their intro opening um, songs give me nostalgia plus it's just songs i really like listening to and database 
for man on men on mission or man on mission which is the opening song for log horizon is one of those songs another one of those songs is like the gto back in the day that intro and even their outro for uh that anime that series was actually pretty dope also but yeah database is like <laughs> it's funny i remember watching uh reading a comment based upon log horizon the intro music to season one log horizon is so good that they used it for season two also and that's crazy you rarely ever hear you ever you rarely see an anime in which when it has multiple seasons the second season (coughs) they also use the same intro music that they used in the first season it almost never happens so and database is such a uh, it's such a hype song it's such a up-tempo kind of song especially for a show that's in regards to mmos and that kind of thing so for people who aren't aware um of log horizon itself log horizon came out around the same time as sword art online which is soa um a lot of people know of soa specifically but log horizon is basically the same premise um whereas um there is a bunch of people who play this MMO. <coughs> Excuse me. Like I said, I, I'm a little under weather since recording this one. Um, so anyway, there's Log Horizon is an MMO that uh, people in Japan and all throughout the world have been playing. And one day there was an update for a new um, section of the game to be um, for them to have like an expansion. And little did people know when they were playing the game and they were in the expansion, if they're already in it and played the game, they were stuck in the game. So unlike SAO, in which um, people are also stuck in that game, and SAO is a little different, though, because the first season they were stuck in one game and then the second season there was a different game that was doing kind of the same thing and so on. But Law Horizon, um, SAO... When you're stuck in a game and you die in that game, you die in real life. Whereas in Log Horizon, if you're stuck in a game and you die in the game, you go back to like how it is in uh, MMOs where in that in Log Horizon's case, it's uh, you go back to an altar in which you come back alive again. Um, <clears throat> the whole premise of the whole thing is so like I, I like it so much more than, than SOA only because well there's other re- there's a lot of reasons um, it gives me the whole you know clan thing which I do a lot of in regards to uh, clubs that I do a lot on games I play currently especially mobile games I've been doing that more so on mobile games than I have on um, console games I used to do heavy on console games and PC games but now since I have my phone on me more often than not um, I've been doing that clan, the camaraderie and everything else in regards to um, playing mobile games and making up clans and, you know, having a whole nother world kind of group or family um, involved and everything else like that. And Log Horizon gives me a lot of that. <coughs> Basically, Log Horizon, the name itself actually um, is in the in the show itself the main character uh, Shiro he 
is one of those players which you come across a lot in MMOs in which they're really good players but they don't play in a clan or they don't play in a, uh, a club but if you knew them like if you're friends with them they'll join up I had a lot of that in um in uh DCO uh DC uh Universe Online for people who don't know and I was one of those players where I was a really good player, but I wasn't really part of a club. And the only reason why I wasn't a part of a club in DCO is because I just didn't play it enough times for that to happen. But if a friend of mine was like, hey, we need like a, a support uh, guy come in, <clears throat> they'll hit me up and then I'll just jump online and play with them and then I'll be off. I've been intru- I've been uh, offered multiple times to be in uh, a clan, but I just never did it. So or a club just never did it. And Shiro, Shiro finds himself in the same situation amongst other <clears throat> characters in that um, in the show. And he takes like some of his best friends, uh, some of the guys he's played and gals he's played online with. And since they're all stuck in this game, they decide to come out with a uh, um, their own you know group slash guild. I guess I, I guess in the show it's called a guild. And <clears throat> the name of that guild is Law Horizon. But unlike SAO and some other uh, isekais, you could say, because to some extent, Log Horizon SAO is kind of an isekai. Um, unlike some of the other ones that are kind of based on the same thing. I think No Game, No Life is kind of the same thing, too. Um, <clears throat> they take what's in the game and they make it since nobody can get out of uh can get out of the game they just make the best of the situation and they just make it into like a world builder and for people who know me personally and even listening to this show i love me some world builders some of the best games i've ever liked and played and some of my top like 25 games all time are like games like um uh City Skylines, uh, SimCity, Dark Cloud. I love Dark Cloud. The first one, not necessarily the second. Um, Porsche, uh, my time in Porsche. Um, a lot of those kind of games, <clears throat> in which it's like an RPG or kind of kind of other stuff, and then it's like a city or world builder also. And Log Horizon does the same thing, where you know they um, in the first season they establish. Alright, these are the laws we're going to have to live by in our city, which is Akibara. This is what you got to do here. These are the rules. This is the bank. Certain things that were already in place from what the game was providing are still there. But they had to add on. Like <clears throat> They would make up food based upon the game's, uh, the, the game's menu system. How you would make up food and mana for your character but in real life they would be able to taste and smell things but that everything tastes like <laughs> uh some of the characters would say dog uh poo poo so <clears throat> until they realized somebody who had a high enough chef um or cook um subclass could take raw materials and make them into food like in real life and then they were able to do that they made burgers got money up and they were able to convert that city that they were all in at for the beginning of Log Horizon, the show. Take that and then make that into like their own kind of being back in Japan or being back wherever they are, like in the real life. 
in real world. So <clears throat> unlike so there's a lot of that going on. SAO didn't really do that too much. SAO people were too I think also that's the probably one of the reasons why the two shows are different. It's because in Long Horizon, when people die, they go back to Alter. Turns out you do lose something. Um, the more times you die, you do lose some stuff, but you don't die. Like in real life, you don't permadeath. Whereas in SAO, you get permadeath. So that's why people are less. <laughs> the world building get aspect, I guess, was less. It was kind of on the back burner because people were literally trying not to die because they would just die in real life. They wouldn't come back. Whereas Log Horizon, people die left and right. They come right back. It got to a point where people were just like, there's nothing to do. So that's why, that's where <clears throat> the making burgers and all this other stuff, it gave people a reason to actually want to do stuff and not just sit back and chill and then like everybody just wait until they die, which they would never die in the game. And whatever so it gave them a purpose so and that's why i like the show the second season elaborates more on that because there's a lot of politics involved and there's a lot of uh other things that go on in the second season from what i remember i'm about to actually as i'm recording this for the first season i'm actually about to start up the second season now so and i'm really looking forward to the third season now i think the three seasons is all they have I know the first two seasons are 25 episodes apiece. I believe the third season only has 12. So uh, I know those. Uh, I know the 12 se- the 12 episodes that came out in the third season. That was all in 2021. So are they going to come out with a continuation of season three or season four? I don't know. <clears throat> but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um like I said, I'm about to watch season two right now. I'm going to give a little uh, synopsis in regards to how I felt about season two of Log Horizon. And then I, of course, do the same thing in regards to that 12 episodes of season three. So. So in closing, um, <clears throat> basically, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of uh season two of Log Horizon. Uh, I've played some more of uh, Hi-Fi Rush even since the time I recorded the early part of this. And uh, it's definitely a game you should uh, actually look into and play, especially if you get have Game Pass. So um, GoldenEye, I'm going to play a little bit of that. And uh, I finally was able to see uh, there was a game on here, RoboQuest. I played a little bit of that. I'll probably talk about that in the next episode. And, you know, that's pretty much it for right now. As always, thanks for listening, guys. For Otaku, by Otaku, and peace.